Good afternoon, Eric. Good afternoon, breadheads. Oh, what's really good, Ty? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing well. Yeah. Um, I haven't eaten lunch yet, but I got some sunshine glaring on my face. So mm. this is a good Friday. Good Fridays. Um, well, you must be really jealous watching me munch on these beautiful sprouted almonds then that I've sprouted mm. myself in the fridge. <laughs> a dis mm-hmm. do it do it your... sprout <laughs> oh yeah i'm not the acronym guy you're the acronym guy that's right um also i just learned that you are a full hour ahead in time mm-hmm. you're in a different I... time zone yeah man i'm living in the future because the present is my past um wow his presence is not a present. <laughs> it is to the breadheads. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's why we're all here. That's why they're tuning in. Yeah. If it wasn't for me, it would just be six inches of inspiration every week. Courtesy wow. of Eric. Actually, maybe more like five inches for Eric. <laughs> you, you thought. Um, do you think like the fact that me and you can come together and you know, deliver this content bi-weekly, twice weekly, that... Um, like that means each of us add up to six inches. Well, I guess if it's, I guess if it's biweekly, it's a foot long a week. You have in inches of time. An appropriate amount of uh, subway to be consumed in mm-hmm. a week, a foot long mm-hmm. per week each. Yeah, it's really weird how other how many other systems are all like closely aligned with the foot long measurement system of subway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that comes to mind right now is that there are. 12 inches in a sandwich but 12 months in a year isn't that a strange coincidence eric that is a coincidence is it because there are 12 inches in a foot (laughs) or because there are 12 inches in a sandwich these these are the questions we need to ask yeah what came first (laughs) there is something something fishy going on here um Mm -hmm. and i would say that this this conspiracy goes deeper than just wordplay because Subway, as the listeners know, have been known to copyright many a pun Mm -hmm. uh, of months. So right now it's like eat you airy or sometimes (laughs) they do like tomato timber or some other bullshit. They have a whole bunch of trademark terms for every month of the year. That's a playoff of a sandwich. Inchtober. Yeah. (laughs) flatbread february or something flat you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you know Sub- subway uh never really had marketing as one of their strong suits you know mm-hmm. um so i can totally see that happening and if you go on like the trademark website for any company it's always a blast because you get to see how their brain works it's like these are this it's like the cutting room floor of the marketing team it's mm-hmm. like let's like we'll trademark it just in case we get to it <laughs> mm-hmm. and then somebody higher up with an actual brain said no we're not doing that Mm -hmm. yeah totally it's like the best place to find like the bad ideas that were just like just made it to the trademark line Mm -hmm. yeah i mean thank god that um not everybody at subway is a yes man Mm -hmm. you know only the sandwich artists are yes men (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's a fact (laughs) (laughs) it's against their job description to push back Mm mm-hmm uh, it's yeah they really really believe the customer is always right or they maybe don't believe it but that's probably like the only rule at sub school yeah to be honest i don't so, give a fuck what they believe as long as they do what i ask i would like <laughs> them to believe in something 
That's true. It would be nice if they cared as much about my sandwich as I did, um, or mm-hmm. or at least my lunch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they should support my my endeavors if I'm in their space. That's yeah, their absolutely, job. absolutely. Um, uh, so, why is the sandwich so closely related to the foot? <laughs> That's my question. There's twelve inches in a foot, but does it go deeper mm-hmm. than that? Are there? Is there some kind of subliminal messaging? Did um did Crooked Jared was he secretly into feet as well? Does Subway have a fetish? <laughs> Interesting. Subway might have a fetish, a footish, a footish, if you will. Wow. Uh, it does seem counterintuitive to market your flagship meal with <laughs> something that is regarded as like smelly and un- generally unattractive. Mm-hmm. You potentially sticky. Mm-hmm. Do you um, think this is why why uh, um people that love anime are so into subways because <laughs> they, they're like already on like this kind of like fringe fetish kind of like yeah community they're already <laughs> outsiders they you know they uh you know we don't like to call things fetishes here on the pod we do uh acknowledge that people are into different things such as not toasting their sandwich mm-hmm. um not to say that these things are okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you're right i think it's you know the group of outcasts that are you know the ones not untoasting uh the ones who are going after the feet um uh, particularly um i mean i don't know i just think subway is not a place for normal people <laughs> is that a hot take i think it's it's interesting it's it's a place where normal people go to become extra normal no, extraordinary. Be extraordinary. That's the word I'm looking for. You're the word guy today. <laughs> um, so what makes Subway so extraordinary for a normie to go? We talked a little bit about the fantasy aspect of it and how mm-hmm. closely that aligns with anime. Mm-hmm. Is there um, anything else? We, we've already spoke a little bit about this as well, uh, but the ability to control another human like a puppet is an extraordinary <laughs> feeling. <laughs> and whenever you go to Subway, you're playing God. You're creating yeah. something from scratch. Um, mm-hmm. You know, is Subway from scratch? We still have yet to discover that. Mm-hmm. I also think that it's very, um, it's a normal guy quality to have like next to no culinary abilities. Mm-hmm. So then to be able to walk into a Subway and be the, not just the boss, but like a creative genius in mm-hmm. the kitchen is it's an pretty artist, cool an artist if you will yeah it is a, <laughs> it is a real glow up 100 percent. that's the closest thing to art that um some people will ever get to you know myself um, included mm-hmm. especially like around the world like i imagine the you know feeling of going to a subway in america is much different than that of say china or russia you know like for example in america you might walk into a subway and you know, at the bare minimum, you expect to be able to do whatever you want there. You know, that's, mm. the, that's the American way. Total freedom. You want to mm. walk in there and say, no, take out one of those peppers. I don't want that one. That one right there in the middle, take that one out. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas in China, I would imagine having that sense of freedom is a novelty there. Um, mm-hmm. Or even, you know, other parts of Asia. Potentially, uh, you could apply that to the anime theory that we talked about previously. Mm-hmm. I I would ask our uh, mainland China listeners if 
um, that is actually the case at those sublate locations, but I don't know if Anchor or Spotify is even allowed there. <laughs> it might be hitting the great firewall. So wow, if, if any, if there's any escapees that are listeners that could um, verify this for us, please mm-hmm. let us know. And also let us know what cool uh, ingredients are on the Chinese menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I took a peek earlier at the menu and it's very American. I'll let you I'll, I'll really? say it. yeah everything has mm. the word Italian in it which is funny um but a lot of like the like greatest hits are the same um so but wait, the really is, is better. I'll yep. say that, though. really yeah to like more macro foot shots <laughs> or full um, shots let's just say they they load it up a little better <laughs> they load her up <laughs> and the food styling shout out Anna friend of the pod is very on point I must say lovely yeah yeah i do find that sometimes the sandwiches look a little bit um slim in the u.s marketing material i like a i like a chunky foot long Mm -hmm. do you think it's possible that in china you can't customize your sub (laughs) there's just like (laughs) set menu items it's like subway link kind of thing (laughs) yeah subway you can pick a sandwich (laughs) it's interesting it might (laughs) It's like taking the taking away the one thing that makes Subway special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, the only thing. Yeah, you're right. Like, if it wasn't for Subway um, being able to like customize everything, what are you left with? Like a subpar hoagie hoagie hotel. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Panera Bread. You know, <laughs> literally, yeah. or the failing Jimmy John's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've eaten at Jimmy John's once. I'm a Subway man. What can I say? <laughs> mm. JJ's, huh? Mm. Less, less J's w- than Jones, so it can't be good. Mm. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Um, <laughs> okay, so can you walk me through that? Like, do you remember what you had? When was this even? This is news to me. Yeah, so it was a few years ago, maybe four years. I was in Seattle, Washington, of all places, traveling all places. through their their downtown district. Mm-hmm. I was alone, as many a fast food sandwich eater is. Yes. Um, the Jimmy John's was near uh near the what's that West Lake Mall or whatever the downtown mall is. I don't know. And it was like it was like in a basement. I had to go down some stairs into a room with no windows. Mm-hmm. And the ordering counter was at the very back. It was quite um, intimidating, actually. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was going into a cool, like, underground club. But then it was really well lit. And there was um, no really, not really anybody there. Mm-hmm. So do you think so, it was purposely put in a basement to uh, shield you from the the, ga- the wandering eye of the judgmental public? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that was absolutely the, 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 the move. It's kind of just like any like those um, like bathhouses or anything that you'll find like off a club districts in an alley. Mm, bathhouse, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy John's may be the bathhouse of fast food sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what, what led you to like eat at this place? Like were you feeling particularly down on yourself or... You were you you were solo dolo in Seattle. Walk me yeah, through that. Uh, so solo trip to Seattle. I uh, as a as a single guy floating around, you're you're just ma- 
these fast food sandwich joints, they they have a magnetism to it, a gravity that attracts people like me in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there was a few other like single guys probably floating around the block, just trying to find the entrance <laughs> at that very time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was also curious about the JJ's. I, I've eaten many a times at the way um, a few, a few meals at Crooked Quiznos. Mm-hmm. But I had heard a few things about this Jimmy John and I wanted to see if it lived up to expectations. Spoiler, it doesn't, it doesn't live up to expectations, Eric. Damn. The sandwiches are overpriced. There's no customization options. Zero. And <laughs> zero. And I feel like the bread was a little bit too crispy. Too crispy. Like, like not, not, not toasted crispy, but like stale crispy. And oh. this is one thing we never have talked about at Subway is the bread is never stale. It's always fresh. Eat fresh, Isn't baby. Let's go. Eat fresh. <laughs> Motherfucking Whoa, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so wait a second. You're telling me that the whole time they're saying eat fresh, they were talking about the breads only specifically? You know what? I think this is the loophole in their, <laughs> in their motto. <laughs> so they never even claim to have fresh vegetables. They're like, what are you no. talking about? It's the bread. The whole mm, thing. This trademark applies to the bread specifically. Wow. So the whole time you're telling me everything about Subway has, it revolves around the bread. Okay. So we're talking about the smell. We're talking about how mm-hmm. the iconic herbs and cheese is the you know number one ordered bread there. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh, fresh baked in-house every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck the vegetables we don't even care about those we don't we don't grow own vegetables we don't like chop them even it's like <laughs> they come in a bag they come in a bag with some water <laughs> in the bottom it's uh, mm-hmm. all about the bread which makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me if you ask me mm-hmm. it really is the pivotal like cornerstone ingredient of this twisted subway story <laughs> the subway <laughs> uh story's got more twists and turns than a pretzel damn <laughs> shout out my breadheads <laughs> <laughs> yeah breadheads breadheads love every kind of uh of gluten yeah <laughs> dude fuck all the gluten-free warriors out there they can suck my fucking dick you know what i'm saying yeah uh-uh. yeah uh-uh and eric's got 12 inches of uh, <laughs> i got 12 inches of dick for you gluten-free boys <laughs> damn whole foot long damn um so I wanted to, you know, throw another observation at you. So hit me. So stoners, right? Do they? I feel like they eat more at Quiznos, the crooked Q word, than they do at the old way. And I think it's for one main reason. It's because they can't handle that many decisions at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so they're walking in. First thing is like, what would you like? Like, oh, I don't even know that. First of all, what kind of bread? Cheese and toasted. Boom, 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 boom. It's just too much all, all at once. And then they are asked to look at the array of vegetables and pick a few. Like, there's no way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So It's way too much. So do you share the same observation? And do you think that's the reason? I think it's a really compelling hypothesis. If you're getting off, getting high on something dank and... You're going you, to Budway. <laughs> you're going to Budway, yeah, not Subway. I think there's all... I think what you're suggesting is correct, that the decision-making process is far too overwhelming for anyone in an inebriated state, mm-hmm. but also particularly for someone who uh, is getting high, the speed 
at the counter is way too anxiety driven. Yeah. Uh, imagine trying to like order a sandwich at like normal speed and then, but like you actually need like half time or quarter time to go through that same process. That's really scary. Saying what you want, but like having a dialogue with your artist requires a lot of cognitive effort. Mm-hmm. Like saying, well, what's the difference mm-hmm. between this spread and this spread? Or what's the difference between this yellow and white cheese? They, they sound the same. They're different colors. What is what's the difference here? You know, being able to mm-hmm, articulate mm-hmm. those questions requires some kind of mental capacity. Mm-hmm. And I would even go as far as to say that when I'm ordering a sandwich, even if I'm ordering my regular foot long, uh, same sauces, same vegetables mm-hmm. as usual, that is already a heavy cognitive load for me, a big brain, yeah. high IQ fellow, because every time I feel like I'm getting sideswiped. I'm just, it's like, it's like they're asking me for the first time every time. I don't know why. Do you yeah, hundred percent. Um, I can totally see why somebody with crippling anxiety might crumble at the at the front of the line. <laughs> you know, especially when there's a bunch of tradesmen, mm-hmm. early tradesmen behind them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, also intimidating, yeah. and they, they want to get a move on. They only got yeah. twenty five hey, minutes pal, left on their lunch can you break. Get our fucking owner. Under- We're trying to get back to our uh, job here, bud. Mm, just yeah, get the fucking cheese, man. On there. What are you doing? <laughs> Damn. Uh, I also think like Subway's marketing as a healthy alternative might um, it might intimidate or scare away someone who's been um, uh, smoking some <laughs> hoochie. Damn, kind like a mark. <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh yeah i mean i think they're trying to appeal to a more healthier market with the whole salad bowl thing i mean you definitely see it in their marketing like we've mentioned it before as we do with a lot of topics on subway but you know they've leaned mm-hmm. into the football like advertising quite a lot um and i'm noticing it even like during nba games like they'll play subway ads and it's like I don't know. It's kind of like Michael Jordan repping McDonald's. It's like, you know, it's not for real. Like he doesn't actually think it's good for you. He doesn't eat this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, are they trying to be the Gatorade? The, like the new Gatorade of sports? Oh, wow. I hope not. I don't think, yeah. Because <laughs> Gatorade does, it's actually like, uh, has a function, you know, sub- the only uh that's what you think or is that just gatorade marketing department has convinced you over decades that gatorade has a function i mean it's blue blue water water, ice blue mink um but yeah i don't know man i don't know only only function that a foot long has it would be really you know it it really aggravates your digestive system (laughs) that's a good point um, it would be really cool, though, to see a winning football game and then the players throw a bunch of sandwich ingredients over the coach. <laughs> they dump a bucket of lettuce. Months, like a, bu- a whole bucket of olives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, is it because it's called a football? They just marketed it towards football? Oh, yeah. There's probably that. They love mm-hmm. the wordplay over there. There's also, like, um, in football there's a lot of references to yardage and there's three foot longs in a yard 
so they could actually like play into right. that more we talked about this before to. right like they it's the only sport that uses the imperial measuring system <laughs> mm-hmm. golf uses the imperial measuring system but i can't imagine those like lanky golfers eating more than four inches of sandwich oh, before they get it's like only eating. sports that like exist only in america you know like american football or golf like no one plays that anywhere else like we have a mm-hmm. cfl here but it's it's whack <laughs> yeah and the uk invented golf but it's whack they play in like yeah. empty fields they own that cricket <laughs> shit. um yeah it's weird and yeah. i don't like it uh oh speaking of the uk i got some more um euro news for you okay uh hard pivot here um so subway recently came out with the taste like chicken sandwich (laughs) we talked about this on a previous episode it's the vegan soy chicken Mm. genetically modified bioengineered sandwich of the day um mm -hmm. post-brexit society has been really difficult on our british uh, counterparts because they are unable to cross into any EU border uh, with any meat or dairy. So there was actually a news article a week or two ago about like truckers getting their ham sandwiches taken away <laughs> at the border. They would <laughs> confiscate your sandwich because you can't bring any meat into the EU. It's contraband. Yeah, you put time digestion. in for that. <laughs> 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 uh so now subway obviously saw the marketing opportunity here so along with every tlc they are um issuing a statement that suggests that the sandwich has no dairy or meat in it so you can Mm -hmm. cross border worry free and have that sandwich Mm -hmm. in the eu for lunch when you're heading to you're doing your day Mm -hmm. trip to paris or whatever yeah shout out to shout out to the veg heads so I thought that was pretty interesting that um, uh, the Subway sandwich is exempt from, this is another loophole. They're exempt from the EU border laws. And I'd be curious, like, could Subway justify their their actual meat? Like, could they justify the whole menu isn't meat in order to, like, circumvent so the these rules? Beyond meatball marinara um, hoagie is actually safe to cross international borders. Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it might be. How do you, you could have that shipped prove to you. at the border that it's beyond? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have Maybe a taste, say, my like, friend. Look at my pink tights <laughs> and my fucking... <laughs> and this butt plug in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> How could it not be? <laughs> Damn, yeah, you should... You can usually tell from their yeah. like their wardrobe, or just ask them what their True. favorite band yeah. is, maybe. So are you telling me if they like Bon Iver, then it's a go? Go, go ahead, sir. Sorry for stopping you. Yeah. Hey, man, Bon Iver is loved <laughs> by meditarians and vegetarians alike. But there's some, like, I think there's some, like, um, really embarrassing, like, vegetarian mm. love musicians. Uh, names that come to mind mm. are the Lumineers, um, David Guetta, probably. Um, yeah. Um, Drake. Everybody <laughs> loves Drake. Wow. Okay, so, <laughs> interesting. What are, What makes an uh, artist appeal to vegetarians is it their wokeness is it their their Mm. care for animals their care for others um i imagined i imagine like rappers don't necessarily align with vegetarians then well i think it's a sensitivity thing 
I think vegetarians are just more sensitive. They they get cold <laughs> when it's warm out, and they um they're <laughs> they're grappling with their feelings a lot. They're not, mm-hmm. They com- they're complaining. Yeah, not only are they sensitive to how animals might feel, you know, um, but they're also they they have sensitive stomachs. Mm-hmm. That's also part of why they don't eat at meat. Precisely, and that's why they they end up in really weird situations where they're eating like avocado ice Just cream, for example. Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, a musician that has the same sensitivity may appeal to the vegetarian palate. And that's why mm-hmm. Drake came to mind right away because of his um, reputation as a um, yeah. sensitive guy. Mm. Sensitive guys. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know a thing or two I'm about sensitive guy, guys, man. Eric? Not my, not my stomach though. I'm yeah. my stomach is, is it, notoriously bulletproof. Is it possible to be a sensitive guy and also <laughs> have big dick I energy? Think being sensitive is big dick energy, dude. Like, you know, not for mm. like for just not thinking solely about yourself for once. You know, exudes confidence. I think. You know. Hmm. Hmm. I guess like this combination, then what we're describing is the ideal sandwich <laughs> artist. Just got a piece. Someone who's got a someone piece on them. Someone who is both sensitive. <laughs> yeah, someone with a piece. They're, they're, wor- they're used to working with heavy <laughs> ammunition. So when they pick, pull that bread out of the, out of the oven, they, they know oh, what they're boy. doing. They know how to work it. Um, but they're also, they're willing to listen. They're willing to take the time to dress that bitch up mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. the way you want They'll it. paint its nails too. Nice. Yeah, they will. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me that sandwich artists need to have a balance of masculine energy, but also divine feminine energy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. So for the, if the listeners aren't like totally woke in this, that's cool. But um, there's like divine masculine and divine feminine energy. Traits um like these are different traits yeah masculine traits include like logic action firmness survival loyalty feminism is more about intuition nurturing healing gentleness expression we're all about perpetuating gender bias here at think fresh podcast so we <laughs> obviously like try to damn it. our own traits. it's not about <laughs> um it, and, and it's not about perpetuating gender biases it's about it's actually about how everybody needs to have a mix of both feminine and masculine traits to be like a functioning human and to be you know a good person much like much like a sandwich artist you know they're people too (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i i'd be curious what the um best traits of a sandwich artist are if we were to take a blend Mm -hmm. of divine masculine and divine feminine i think it would be really (laughs) tricky to pick out the Mm -hmm. right ones um I think that like action is obviously an important masculine mm-hmm. trait for the sandwich artist. That's a masculine yeah. one. Um, but I would, I would like to see more patience and more flexibility <laughs> and maybe more, a more expression wow. which are three feminine traits. I think that maybe, maybe the sandwich artist skews more divine. Masculine. I mean, yeah, I like these feminine traits though here, like gentleness uh, nurturing. I think we all need a little bit more mm-hmm. care put into our sandwich. Um, you know, when mm-hmm. when it gets just chopped in half at the end, I would like that to be a more feminine 
motion than it is currently. Right now, it's a little bit too, too mm-hmm. uh, masculine. It's got it's too adventurous. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um and like i guess the i guess we should have push our artists to celebrate that feminine side because that and the energy is reflected in our the left and right side of our brain the left side of your brain is more logical and analytical responsible for reasoning and language um and it's therefore associated with male energy meanwhile the right side of the brain is believed to be more artistic and spiritual side. Whoa. So that's responsible more for emotions and related to feminine. Maybe, Eric, maybe it's important for the sandwich artist to skew entirely divine masculine because it is the role of the customer to fulfill the divine feminine traits. And together in line, you are a left brain and a right brain mm-hmm. together, separated mm-hmm. by and a together glass Together you make a gorilla. So hold on. Are you? T- oh, yeah, I think of it backwards. <laughs> it should be feminine. Should be the sandwich artist because she's the one who is, or they are whatever fuck is like making the sandwich. They're they're the one who has to be patient. They have to be flexible to whatever you know the customer wants. They need to mm-hmm. be gentle when they arrange the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And then to complement mm-hmm. that, um, you know, on the other side of the sneeze guard, you want to have you know a toxic man <laughs> who's there to who's there, who's there to boss you around. No. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I mean, either way, it's two people, one mind. And when those two brains can come together as one, they will operate at a spiritual and emotional level unseen in a sandwich Mm -hmm. shop lineup. And they will produce something, a thing of beauty, something that will be beautiful and feel really warm. And when I bite into it, my tongue will swell up Mm -hmm. and, um, It'll just be a, a genuinely inspiring, inspiring moment. Um, wow, that was a great segue right there. Um, so do you think that the gender norms <laughs> of a woman being the one who's in the kitchen mostly and cooking for the family, do you think that is actually based on science? <laughs> Answer carefully. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> um, no matter our gender identity we are all a bit a bit of both masculine and feminine energy i would like i guess my sandwich artists to discover their blend of energy and use it to create a divine purpose and a um unique perspective on the art of Mm. sandwich assembly good job Media train, media train tie here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. question dodger right here. Cool. Well, um, you know, I'll never forget when we uh, did a little exercise at the office, and you told me what my top three traits were. Um, I I wrote them down. Do you remember them? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hey, read them to you right now. So you said that I was reasonable, gentle, and flexible. And I think those were, uh, mm. what? That's not, I'm speaking, of course, to your real life persona and not your uh, podcasting <laughs> persona. I'm actually really flexible because <laughs> you keep wanting to change the time on me. And then I'm sitting here waiting on the Zoom call <laughs> for you not to join. Oh, let it go, Ta- man. Ty pushed this <laughs> I'm shit a busy guy. I can't, an hour I can't and then all my... joined 15 minutes late. Damn. 
I'm all good though. I'm flexible. It would have been different if I controlled the calendar. Um, yeah, you are flexible. Cool. And then do you do remember that. yours? I'm pretty sure you wrote them down in your notebook. Yeah, I don't know where my notebook is right now. Um, I'm sure they were all mm-hmm. the three best ones, though. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll uh, resurface those in some way a different day, but it's been fun chopping up with you today, Ty. <laughs> you as well, Eric. Yeah. Easy E. Easy E. That's what you wow. are. Flexible Easy E. Um, how did Easy E die again? What happened to him? Mm. We got some live Googling happening. Yeah. I'm going to Google it. Live Googling. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> Abe's. No. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My bad. AIDS oh, induced shit. pneumonia. Yeah. How did that get worse? Yeah. Doesn't sound so, <laughs> yeah, doesn't sound so, so easy. easy though. Not so reasonable or gentle. Um, I was hoping it'd be a little Damn. more hardcore, but fuck it. Yo, that I got a closing yeah. question for you today. So, is there a situation where you would ever make your last meal? Wow, foot long. This is great. If I got the death sentence, you're asking me what my last meal would be? Or like, if I, if I, what situation I would have to be in for it to be a Subway last meal? Mm, is it even, is it an option on the table? It's on the menu. Is it on the menu? You better believe it. I think if we both get a death sentence for saying something on this podcast, <laughs> then I think it's our duty mm-hmm. to make Subway our last meal. We live and die by the bun. So, <laughs> yeah, I would I would second that. <laughs> I think like maybe before we crossed fifty episodes, I was kind of like I wasn't all in on on twelve <laughs> inches of inspiration, but Dude, here, we're here we are, deep. and I, I we're in too deep. I'm gonna have to put this on my gravestone. I'll put the anchor.fm yeah. URL. <laughs> yeah, all episodes. <laughs> my legacy. Um, is there is there a sandwich in particular from Subway that you would that. make? Your last I was meal? thinking the meatball marinara. I would go. I would go full meatball last last meal ever, um, because I don't have to deal with the consequences of that sandwich. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. What about you? I was actually think I was thinking the exact opposite. I thought like even if I am dead and rotting, I don't want the cells that are still like left alive in my body to deal with the consequences of my final actions. Like if even if my my like mm. brain shuts down and I'm dead, I still don't want to, I don't want to die with a stomach ache. I want to die I don't know comfortably. If that's possible, but um <laughs> but that's pretty cool that uh, <laughs> you think your fine your worst possible consequences or your, or, or your worst possible actions are like you choosing the sub, but not the thing that got you there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I would have to go meatball, dude. Just really send it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. You'd go, you'd go Veggie Delight, though. I probably would go Veggie Delight, and I wouldn't be too crazy with it. I don't think that's the time for experimentation. Oh, true. <laughs> you don't want to fuck that one because you don't want to. You don't want to like. <laughs> you don't want to drop the meatball <laughs> on your last sandwich, <laughs> and die with wow. literally a poor taste that's, in your mouth. That's terrifying to think about. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully we never have to make that decision, but I'm sure 
you know, one day we'll be eating a sub and we'll never, we won't even know that it's going to be our last sub. We might have already wow, eaten. We might have already food. eaten. It. Holy shit. Um, on that, on that dark note. <laughs> no... <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. end this episode here. Um, all right. So, um, go ahead and uh, follow us on Instagram, Breadheads. You know, I'm pretty sure you're already doing that, but we just want to shout it mm-hmm. out one more time. And yeah, we got almost 200 posts on Instagram. We are um, a machine, mm-hmm. uh, a manufacturer of unique and compelling subway themed content. The only place you'll find content Dude, like this niche on the web. memes about subway, you know, America's most loved institution, really doesn't exist anywhere else. So mm-hmm. join us on IG. Join us mm. on OnlyFans where you can see our lunch. <laughs> um, and also, I think if everyone could go on, you know, their podcast app of choice and give us a five-star review, I think that would be a really nice thing as well. That would boost us in the, the old algorithm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really nice boost to the algos. That's what we need right now. So mm-hmm. get, smack that like button. Maybe even throw us a comment yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Uh, That's right. Apparently you can do that. Uh, Let us know what you think. And yeah, we'll catch you next week. All right. Think fresh, everyone.